everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hi, welcome to The Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Heidi, and we're here for a Taffy Tuesday. Why is that, Heidi? Well, we're going to give everybody something to chew on here. (laughs) (laughs) We are, that is for sure. So our news, our big news here on the Gathering Radio Show is that the show is moving. We are moving. Mm -hmm. We are. It's exciting. It is exciting. So in April, starting with our Paranormal Smorgasbord, which is the first Wednesday of April, which is the third, I believe, that is when this show will move to the to the 8 p.m. Eastern time time slot on Wednesday. So, <laughs> woohoo! It's kind of like a homecoming for us because when we started the show, it was on Wednesdays. It was. That was mm-hmm. a while ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it is, it's like a, it's like a homecoming. So that's our, our big news that we have been working on for a while and that'll be uh, starting Wednesday, April 3rd, Mm -hmm. 8 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, we're excited. So a little bit earlier for us here in the Midwest, seven, but um, I think it'll be really cool. And we're going to, you know, we've, we've committed to do more shows actually in person. So, which is how we started out. So really it is kind of a homecoming, you know, we're going to spend more time together in the studio and we're going back to the same day that we started on. So I think it's exciting. Yeah. Yep. It's all good. And we get our favorite producer on the planet coming with us. So that's even cooler. So yeah, it's just exciting. It's all good. It's all good. And like I said, this is going to be, we're going to soar in 24 and this is just the beginning. So I think, um, it's going to be a, it's good change. Change is good. Change is good. And that means we have a whole dictionary of W words to come up with. I know. So it'll be, it'll be very fun. It'll be very fun. Cause we were kind of running out of T words. <laughs> Cause we as haven't done it for is. a while, you know, until, you know, the taffy Tuesday. <laughs> right. Well, it fit for tonight. So it did. It did. 
So we're excited. So that was that's our exciting news for tonight. And we will be reminding everybody on a weekly basis, of course, because we want to make sure that all of you come with us on this. Yeah. On this journey. Absolutely. We want you to join us around the metaphysical table with us going forward. And uh, maybe we'll meet some new folks, too. Yeah. Who knows? We hope that you can all come with us. Absolutely. And for those of you who don't know, so Jerry is in the is in the chat room and he's listening tonight. But we started we grew out of the calling radio show Um, and Jerry, that show is no longer uh, being produced, but we are slipping into that time slot. So we are right there. So we originated out of that show and now we're going to that time slot. So like I said, it's just kind of a a full circle, I think, you know, it's it's really cool. Yep. I feel like we're carrying on the torch of the calling yes. a little bit, you know, yes. too. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of, you know, um, a little bit of an ode to Jerry who got us into this. Uh, so high five Absolutely. to Jerry. Absolutely. And if, and if someday we want a day off, maybe we ask him to take over the show and he can be the the men take over the show day or something. <laughs> you know, it was what what did we call ours when the when we first started doing Jerry So women what did we call it? Girls oh. night. So Girls Night Out. Yeah. Girls Night Wasn't Out. It? So this maybe could be boys night in or something. You know, who knows? But yeah. we'll figure it out. But <laughs> it'd be like it'll... full circle coming full circle mm-hmm. if Jerry actually hosted our show. Mm-hmm. If we were off for a night, like that would be yeah like totally awesome. we're starting totally. to get into like twilight zone stuff here i know at this point <laughs> it's all good i like it oh. i like it i like yeah. it a lot wow <laughs> okay so this is uh kind of a big week in bulk happens this week which is wow talk about a weather switch a lot tomorrow it's supposed to be in the 50s here in the land of Ten Thousand lakes that yeah, really it, just recently became frozen enough to walk on and now they're all melting so yep. what do we have yeah <laughs> it feels like we're going into april not february no it's very crazy it's very it crazy this wacky weather and i know uh it's the saint paul winter carnival the medallion's already been found um did you even have a chance to look for it we really didn't and you know what but the first, the clues were all scattered all over the place. But the one place that I did say, I said, I know it's in one of those big regional parks by the river. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the clues talked about how one of the originators of the St. Paul Pioneer Press was a pioneer and he came over in 1849, landed in St. Paul. Okay, so what clue does that give you? The river landings, you know, right? So there are two of them. And I said, you know, that's exactly where it is. And I even told Casey, I think it's over by... It could be over by the old depot that's no longer there, but it's Bruce Vento Regional Park. Well, guess where they found it? Bruce Vento Regional Park. <laughs> so why didn't you go look for it? You know what? We just we were didn't really have an opportunity. And I had told Casey because everybody in the chats were all over the place, right? Even the cooler crew, the people that have found it multiple times, really didn't have any idea where it was. You know, but that was my hunch. And Saturday we were really busy and I said, okay, tomorrow. We are going over there. We're, we're just going to go over there, scout around. We'll get out and we'll hike a bit. We'll see if we can find it. And then it was found like Saturday afternoon, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. So, but. Fast. You know what's, you know what's, 
you know, what's fun is to look at the YouTube video of how they hide it and what they hid it in. You know, it's always amazing to me what they come up with. There was no snow this year, right? So they put this, they put the medallion in some kind of a, it looked like an acrylic box, right? Mm -hmm. So it was, I don't know, like four inches square all the way around. And then they kind of spray painted it to look like weeds, you know, so it was kind of a light brownish color. And then they Mm. rolled it and um, like just a bunch of cut up weeds. So it just, it was just sitting right out in the open. They showed them when they brought it there. They just, and it was just a little bit off the trail. They just put it right there in the weeds (laughs) and that's exactly where it was found. So it really (laughs) looked kind of like a rock, but you know, when you're out there looking for the treasure, you go through everything, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, kudos to the people who found it. It was a family They've been looking for it for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. You know, kind of like Casey and I. They've never found it before. So, awesome. There is hope. You know, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird because it didn't. It doesn't even seem like the Winter Carnival because it's so warm outside. Now, right. you know, Saturday night is the Torchlight Parade, and, and we will go because there's nothing better than watching the Vulcans and King Boreas have the big fight on the steps of the library, right? And mm. it's, you know, the whole significance of in bulk, really, you know, but um, it's just so warm. I think it'll be probably the warmest torchlight event we've ever been to over there. So yeah. fun stuff. But yeah, very weird weather. Very weird weather, you know. Yeah, definitely not winter carnival weather. That's for sure. No, it's more like Easter weather, you know. Right. Yeah, it's uh, but, you know, we work with what we have, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know I'm supposed to take a trip up north um, at the end of next month, which is uh, typically uh, they we've not gone on this one before, but we were invited. And so we're going and it, you know, they they sold us on, you know, oh, you can ice fish and snowshoe <laughs> and da da da. And we're like, OK, so <laughs> no ice I don't know what else do. we're going to do here. <laughs> It'll be fine. We'll you see. can go hike around the woods. You know, there's yeah, I'm still going to go hiking. I mean, it may not be snowshoeing, Absolutely. but we can go hiking and, you know. Absolutely. But she said, she's like, it'll still be cold up there. I mean, it's the end of February and it, has, it is supposed to get colder here too. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, we'll see. But what are you going to do? You make the best yeah. of it. I know. I know. Yeah, it's been so warm. We had a sim crew meeting on Saturday. And then since Katie was in town, I said, hey, let's go up to the research area and see what we can find. And then we invited the other gals of the crew to come if they wanted. And um, so a couple of them did. Our new, our, both newbies, you know, they both came, Annie and Nicole, had a great time, had a ball. Oh, my God. They just were like, it's so fun to show these things to newbies, right? Because they've never, they had no idea what to look for. You know, Annie is really pretty intuitive at the same time. And she saw, we were standing under the big hug. You remember the big hug structure. Mm-hmm. And we were standing under there and the energy was just buzzy is what I call it. And I was looking one way and Annie was looking the other. And Annie said, Steph, I'm like, what? And she said, I just saw a mist go right by. And I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, we do see that a lot there. You know, it's it's a lot of paranormal activity up there too, which you know as well, you know? So... Super fun to be out in the woods with those guys, you know, and um, I think they really super enjoyed it. So it's always fun to do that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's see here. I know I'm trying to think of what I've got going on. I've got, let me, yeah, it's, 
busy. It's just busy. Yeah, so I'm thinking of all this stuff. I'm like, I don't even know where to start because it's just been busy. Let me tell you though, paranormal investigating classes are filling up. <laughs> well, yeah, and we have a we have an invest a new kind of investigation on Saturday. So I'll report on that next week on the show. But we're all excited. You know, we have yeah. it's something that Jerry devised and um we're doing it. And I think it's gonna be the crew is all ready and I think it's gonna be a really fun investigation. So cool. Um it'll probably be a couple of different parts, but we're doing the first part this weekend and fun stuff but yeah between that and you know uh being out with the girls you know looking for sasquatch it's a busy year already and it's only the end of january you know it's it's bizarre i don't know if i i don't think i talked about because i haven't been on since or well last week we were on but i was Mm -hmm. my stuff wasn't working but that investigation i did up at that bar restaurant did i talk about that no yeah it was cool we it's a new location it's called Tavern on the Range, and they're in Bovee, Minnesota, which is just outside of Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And it was fun, and it was big. It's a huge, there's like 10,000 square feet of space to investigate Wow! in this building. Yeah, it's wow. huge. And there's some really cool activity there. And we got quite a bit of EVP activity and activity through the Spirit Box, mm-hmm. um, which was it was interesting because the names that were coming out of there matched up with either owners or the people that were clients, you know, or mm-hmm. customers that had come there like family, right. And had passed on mm-hmm. recently passed. And the names that were coming out were those names. And that so that fun? was, that was, yeah, it was really fun. And I mean, the, one of the owners was, she was just crying because she's hearing yeah. him. One of the guys that was in the bar, like all the, I mean, it was a restaurant. But he'd come all the time after his wife passed and they got to be really close. And his voice actually came through the spirit box and said his name and then said her name as well. Um, And she was just beside herself. She was so Mm -hmm. happy to like hear from him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was really cool. And so now they're going to start opening up to just other people coming to investigate because um, it's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to be a business nowadays. Right. And so if they can open up to doing this as well as being a restaurant on the weekends, they're going to, they're going to go for it. So, so are they not a bar anymore? Cause they are, are they, are they open late then? So is it a they're, super well, late you investigation? Can, so they're, they're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. And so we went up on Sunday and oh. had dinner and whatever. And then when the dart league was gone on Sunday night, you know, we started pulling our gear out and setting up and then we actually stayed until Tuesday uh, afternoon so that we could have the whole place while it was closed for, you know, almost two full three days. So, um, so it was cool that we had an opportunity to investigate in the evening. We investigated in the morning, we investigated in the middle of the night and didn't have all that cross contamination you have with the bar or you have to wait until like two o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was nice um, that they had some days that are closed, and that's what they're going to open up now for investigating mm-hmm. for other groups if they want to come. And mm-hmm. we rolled out some air mattresses and sleeping bags, and we slept right in the restaurant, you know. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the downstairs, uh, Tim's allergic to cats, and they had a cat downstairs. So, but we could go down, you can go down there. The other side of the basement has an old jail in it mm-hmm. um, that, but it was... I wouldn't sleep down there for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we investigated down in both locations, but we actually got most of the activity up in the bar. Wow. Um, 
because the bars are always active. So well, anyway. and you know, whenever we've investigated bars, we bars and restaurants, you know, we always get a lot of activity. People go. Sometimes I think if they're still here, they go to places that they love to be, and bars are mm-hmm. one. I mean, look at Stanley's. I mean, it used to be Stashu's. That was our very first ever yep. investigation, and we caught the voice. We caught all kinds of stuff, you know, um, and still do when we're there, mm-hmm. you know. So that was one, and the Humbird, and well, we've invested a lot of them, and we always there's always a lot of activity, you know. So those are definitely good spots to do for sure. Yep. So well, cool, cool beans. Yeah. So we got a lot. We have a lot going on. Um, yes, absolutely. All right, we got to get to our show topic here before we we end up doing another paramal smorgasbord without even thinking about it. I know, I know. know, (laughs) So, my gosh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So this topic came from it actually came from a paranormal smorgasbord, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. It did. And so one of our listeners, Joe, Mm -hmm. said, you know, he was asking about movies, scary movies. Yeah. And said we should do a show on a list of scary movies and what we think you know, mm-hmm. like our comments, our ideas, our thoughts around mm-hmm. these movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I think some of it is just, do we think it could actually happen? Have we actually yeah. heard of it happening? You know, those kind of things. And some of them, if you look at the um, Conjuring movies, are based on actual cases. So mm-hmm. some of this is, you know, comes from reality. I won't say it's completely real, but anyway. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Yeah, and of course, I haven't seen all of them by far. I've seen a few. Um, I tried to watch more, but, you know, this just isn't my genre. I have a hard time watching them. (laughs) I don't know why. It's like I just, they're just, they're hard for me to watch. But um, I did watch a couple. So I know that the person who suggested this is in the chat room. So I'm hoping that he will give us a lot to chat about because... I haven't seen a lot of them. You know, the the scary movies that I like, you know, like one of my most favorite ones, of course, is Mothman Prophecies. But that's kind of based on fact, right? I mean, that yeah. kind of is a crazy movie that scared scared the living daylight out of me. It still mm-hmm. does. And I still watch. I've seen it 10 times, you know? Yeah, and I love that movie. I do, too. And every time it's on, I have to watch it again. And I'm sucked right in, you know? And it's like... Oh, my God. I, I've told you what my brother said when he and I were at the theater watching it. And he said, I hope that Mothman never comes to me. I'm like, me too. And then there's you. And you want to go. You want to find the Mothman. Yes. So. <laughs> I would yeah, love I to know. have an experience with Mothman. Right. Right. So there was that one. And and um, I really, of all the scary movies, I think that probably was the one I liked the best. So. Yeah. Even though that's technically not on the list that Joe no. sent us. <laughs> no, it's not on the list. It it's is not. not. And I remember when you get, sent me the list, I'm like, I haven't seen any of these movies because I okay. Not, you so know? you've watched some by now, right? I have watched some of them by now, yes. And actually, so one of them was Ouija, The Origin of Evil. I thought it was just the original Ouija. So I watched Ouija, and then I looked at the list, and I'm like, oh, it was supposed to be this one. <laughs> so we watched this one, too. So I guess we could talk about both the Ouija movies because, okay, here's the thing. Of course, they're, in my opinion, very Hollywood, of course. But we much, many times talk about the dangers of the Ouija board. And I think those uh, movies just 
hit it right out of the park, right? Don't mess with them is what I'll mm-hmm. say. But so I don't know if you've seen both of those, but I did see them both. Um, and of course, Ouija, the origin of evil came after the original one, but it takes place before the original. Yeah, it's a prequel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So thoughts? So I've, I have seen both of them. I haven't seen the original Ouija for a while. And I think now I'm trying to look up some of these as we're going. And that one came out in 2014. So that was about 10 years ago. Ouija, the origin of evil came out a couple of years later, which was then the prequel. Um, but it uh, the idea is, you know, they're playing with the Ouija board and they become possessed. I mean, that's basically behind both of the movies. Right. Um and then diabolical things ensue, like people being yeah. killed by the person who's possessed, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, what my thoughts about it? So I don't, I don't remember Ouija very much. I'm just looking at the overview right now, and I'm like, yeah, I know I've seen it, um, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And Origin of Evil, I probably watched maybe a year ago. It hasn't been that long, but it's. Does that kind of stuff happen? Yes. So mm-hmm. does it happen mm-hmm. often? No, I don't no. think so. I mean, I've dealt with lots of Ouija boards over the years and I've done lots of cases where people have had issues with Ouija boards and it's not common to A, be possessed to that degree that you would murder people, right? right? I mean, right. well, that just, that just, yeah. Hard, I'll say hardly ever because I can't say it doesn't happen, but right. hardly ever. But people have been um, you know, um, influenced mm-hmm. by the beings that come through the Ouija board and really struggled and could be, you know, the some of the times that I've been called into to situations, they're in the in the process yeah. of, you know, it's maybe an oppression, not possession, yeah. right. uh, but it could have had that way. But still to murder. I mean, yes. no, That's what I unfortunately wild. what I see more often is um, it goes to self-harm than Mm -hmm. harming someone else. Mm -hmm. Both are equally, they're tragic. But what I have seen is that's the direction. It more often, it looks like it's heading. It doesn't, I mean, I haven't had that happen. But you can see where someone, you know, they they become like really depressed. Uh, They start cutting themselves off from people, family, friends, society, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and that is just fine with these entities that come through with some of these boards, right? You know, that's what their yeah. their goal is, is yeah. to create destruction, even if it's mm-hmm. the destruction of the person that they're communicating with or trying to, you know, influence. Mm-hmm. So that's my thought on the Ouija movies mm-hmm. um, is just, uh, it's really, you know, that that is going to happen. Well, they're very sensationalized. And, yeah. you know, I, of course, we say that I think the most pro- the biggest problem that people have when they start playing with a Ouija board is that they open a portal that they can't close down. Right. So then all kinds of things are going on because they're not shutting it off. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah, they're very well, they're Hollywood, right? They're Hollywood. So. It's all good. I mean, I thought the first, the prequel was a much better movie than the than the second one. So, mm-hmm. and you know what's interesting is the mom in the in the prequel. 
is Esme from Twilight. <laughs> oh, really? I have yeah. not seen those movies. Yeah. And you know what else is interesting? So, um, so the original, well, yeah. So the original Ouija, the one about the two girls, the high school kiss, and then the one dies. Um, it turns out that the person in the mental home that turns out to be the sister from the mm-hmm. prequel, right? She's still in this mm-hmm. mental home. Um, that woman is the same actor that played the medium in Insidious. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting, too. Yeah, it's interesting um, to see some of the crossover that comes in with these movies and the actors because, mm-hmm. like, Insidious also has, um, what's his name here? It's uh, Patrick Wilson. Isn't he in Conjuring as well? I don't know. Right? He Conjuring and Insidious. Uh, Patrick Wilson, the dad in okay. Insidious, is Ed Warren in The Conjuring. Okay. So it's interesting to have a lot of this crossover, right? It is. It is. And the what I what was cool too was in the original or in the uh, Ouija Origin of Evil, the priest is actually the little kid from. Um, um, oh gosh, I totally forgot. You know the Alien movie from the eighties. What was the name of that? You know he had the big heart and then he flew away at the end. E.T. E.T. Yes. So he was the what? little kid. And I can't even think of his name in there, but he was the little kid that was E.T.'s best friend, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a movie since. So that was fun to see him. I'm like, oh, he's the well, kid. Well, no, he's E.T. been in a ton of stuff. Has he? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Haunting of Hill House. I mean, he's been in a ton of movies now uh, on Netflix. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, he's been in a ton of stuff. So anyway, so that's another one. The Hill House one is probably another one, but that was a series on Netflix because I did see a couple of those, but the movie itself, remember the one with, um, that was out with Catherine Zeta Jones. And did you see that one? That one was a good one too. I did see that one. We're getting getting off Joe's list. I know. I know. Okay. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. So Ouija movies. Yeah, they were. Like I said, the origin of evil I thought was better than the original Ouija that I bought that I watched first with the girls. So, right. but One of the still things, out of control. Yeah. <laughs> now, Joe is saying, what are they doing wrong or right? Very wrong or very right. And one of the things in the Ouija movies is how they're trying to get rid of the board, you know, yeah. um, and they try and throw it away or they're burning it or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't work like that doesn't work ever to -hmm. just throw well i mean if there's some kind of i will say if there's some kind of entity that's attached to it then it doesn't work um and you don't want to do that because if you if you burn the doorway that this thing's coming through it might not like how are you supposed to wrangle it then like you wrangle it because of the doorway and so if you get rid of the doorway Mm-hmm. If you throw it away, technically it would still be attached to the door, wherever it is. But eventually that doorway would decompose if it's out in a landfill. So then you're yeah. doing it's the same thing. So you really want to make sure that you close it mm-hmm. and bind it and dis mm-hmm. and like make sure that it can't come through ever. 
yes. before you get rid of it because yes. it doesn't, it's just going to be loose then. Yeah. And then you get to really hard to wrangle it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Sure. So well, that's one of the things I was thinking of with, and because I didn't watch all these to get ready for this because I've seen mm -hmm. most of them. It's just, I haven't mm -hmm. seen some of them for a while. So, yeah. but I do remember that from Ouija, um, you know, is when they're trying to get rid of boards and stuff or, you know, it's just like, yeah, be, be more mindful than that. I mean, if then that's the thing with any Ouija board, if you're going to use it, you know, it's people just use it and go, oh, this is how you do it. But there's so much more to it than just what you think you know. So, which is why people shouldn't do it. But well, I mean, it's sold as a board game, right? I, mean, I know. People, you know, and of course, you know, we warn about that all the time on the show. We warn about it as a group. We, you know, it's just. All right. What else? So, did you watch any other of the other movies? Uh, I watched Insidious. Yep, watched Insidious. Which ones? I, All of them. Um, just the original one, right? The first one. Okay. That was on the list. Insidious yeah. was on the list, and then I've seen Poltergeist, of course, a while ago, but yeah. I remember that. Um, the other ones I couldn't find on any of my streaming services unless you. Pay. It was quite expensive to rent them. So, and I'm, you know, we don't have you know, blockbuster down the street anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had those for a while, Steph. I know it. I know <laughs> it. I know it. And so, you know, but I, I've got a good handle on about half of them. So that's good. So, okay. um, but. So you've never seen in, Paranormal Activity? I never have. The original. I've seen parts of it, you know, here and there, but I've never watched the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you know, I, this 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 genre isn't for me. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, I guess I'd rather watch a paranormal TV show than watch um, something made up by Hollywood, you know? So, and everybody's different. I mean, I think they're a good scare, for sure. But they're really horror. Like, the even the Ouija ones were big on horror, right? I mean, you know, blood and... Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. people and... You know, you just knew they were going to come to a bad end hanging from the, you know, the thing in the hallway with the hanging by the Christmas lights. And, oh, come on. You know, that. Yeah. You know, I don't like that. You know, it's like. No, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. So, all right. So we need to go to commercial break. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. For a truly unique podcast experience, we have you covered. Spirit by You with C.J. Dunham airs live from the Third Coast in Southeast Texas on Tuesday and Fridays at midnight Eastern Time, covering Creole folklore and folk magic to strange paranormal activity to new equipment for the field. C.J. Dunham is a Catholic swamp witch, a devotee to our Mother Mary in the Trinity, a true believer in our Lord, the Holy Ghost, and Christ. Peace be with your spirit and the spirits by you.
give a huge shout out to Shauna and congratulations on her new podcast, Exploring the Paranormal Perspective. You'll hear some amazing guests like me, whatever, paranormal and true crime stories, and more. Catch her Wednesdays at 8 Central on the Parax Radio Network. Whether you're listening at home, at work, or anywhere, thanks for making Parax part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal, Parax. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And our subject tonight is paranormal movies or haunted movies or scary movies. And mm-hmm. we're going through our, our opinions and uh, thoughts on some of these movies. The list was given to us by Joe in our chat room. And uh, so thank you, Joe, for this list. It's a good list. Yeah. And we've talked about a couple of movies so far. Right. And we're going to dive into some mm-hmm. of the others on the list. And I think, uh, Steph, you said you saw Insidious. You watched it mm-hmm. to get ready for the show. I watched Insidious. Yep. We okay. just saw what'd that you, about a week ago. What did you think of it? You know, at least it wasn't really horrific like the Ouija ones were, right? You know, I mm-hmm. didn't see a lot of blood going on or anything. But at the same time, I thought, it. you know, for me, it was just like, okay, unbelievable. But, I mean, not that I think it's unbelievable. I do think things like that happen. Mm-hmm. And they follow one person around that seems to be oblivious to it all, right? And then there's always another one that hears things, spills things, whatever, you know? And mm-hmm. then it blows up, which is what happened. Um, yeah. In a, I quite mean, a phenomenal way <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. I mean, again, if you guys haven't, if you're listening, you haven't seen these movies, spoiler alert all over the place here, right. probably. But uh, right. so don't blame us, you know, and these no. movies have all been out for a while. So mm-hmm. just get on it, would you? Um, but anyway, <laughs> so Insidious, right. there's a family that moves into this house, right? And this kid, uh, you know, he ends up going into a coma. Yeah. And, um, and he's in a coma for, what, three months or so. And, yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, it, they come to realize that he's not in a coma. He's astral projecting he's moved into a realm where his that's where his spirit is and his he can't get back to his body because he's Mm -hmm. he's stuck and so this this psychic medium comes to help and uh, she's able to uh, send the dad in because he also can do this um, and go in to help get the son back right so she's going to send him into this place to go get him go get the son and um, you know, while, you know, while they're, you know, out in this other place, the family is being just tormented mm-hmm. by all these entities and whatever that are also a part of this realm, right, mm-hmm. that basically have access through the boy and we find out later the dad, you know, and, um, and you know, so it, what's interesting about this movie is this astro, you know, it's going back to basically the core of its astral projecting. And can this stuff happen? Actually, it can. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not common, but it's also, you have to be careful when you're doing an out-of-body experience because mm-hmm. you, like, stuff can go wrong. And oh, yeah. if you leave your body and something else just happens to be nearby and can get in, like, what are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you if it somehow is strong enough that it won't let you back in, you're kind of in big trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I was watching this movie, and I've seen it a few times because I do like it, um, mm-hmm. it's 
for me, it's not out of the realm of possibility of it happening, right? Um, I, th- I mean, I think because I've had personal experience with an out-of-body experience where something else came in with me when I came back. Mm-hmm. And I was like aware, but I felt like I was underwater. And because something else was there and it had more control over my body than I did. And mm-hmm. so, um, so I wasn't like in a coma or anything, but, you know, or like totally mm-hmm. not moving my body, but it was like, yeah, it happened. So when mm-hmm. I watch, I've watched the movie enough times that I'm like, you know what, this kind of stuff actually could happen. Is it the, you know, fantastic, ex- you know, expression of this, you know, probably not as common, but similar things absolutely could happen. I could totally yep. see that. Yep. Me too. So uh, that, yeah, it was quite the, and what did you think of that mask that that woman wore? The medium. <laughs> Do you remember that? I mean, that was what struck me as like, really, people? What is this supposed to be? <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I mean, well, and I guess it goes to each um, intuitive or medium or whatever anybody's doing. Like, they have their own tools. They have their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, do it however you got to do it. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And of course, that also led to bloodshed, right? In these movies, there's all this bloodshed. Somebody's always well, getting killed yeah. in a in a vulgar way, and the poor medium bit it in this one, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. The, I, yeah, Joe's like gas mask. Yeah, mask. Joe, yeah I don't was. know. I mean, yeah. most of them don't lead to most of the stuff doesn't lead blood. But we're talking about a horror yeah. movie here, right? But at the base right. of it, you know, you have to take mm-hmm. all that out and look at mm-hmm. the core of it, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this absolutely wow. could happen because I've had personal experience with it. I've worked with people that have had yeah. experiences with this. So, you know, astral projecting is no joke. And no. also, you know, it goes towards the end of the movie. And then this, the second movie goes into more of where he is. They're addressing the dad of the movie as, you know, a young person having these same kind of experiences that his son had in the Insidious mm-hmm. movie. And they... They put him in a like a, I don't know, they blocked his memories, right, on how to do it. And mm. so that he, he didn't remember he did it and he didn't know he could do it. Um, so that's why he didn't know he could help his son because he yeah. didn't remember he could do it. And it, can you do that kind of stuff? Yeah, that stuff can happen. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think that's the best way to handle a situation. Like when I look at that medium who set that up for him and mm-hmm. said, here, we're not going to have you remember this, mm-hmm. because it would have been really, really helpful to know, because then he might have been more aware with his son when yeah. it was happening well, to him, yeah. right? Yeah. My opinion, anyway. For sure. But now in the end of Insidious, he was taken over by one of those evil beings that was in the other side, right? Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, it I, it was a good movie. I mean, I got to say it was, you know, kept our attention. So that's always a good thing. But um, yeah, I thought it was good. Joe, what, what are your opinions on this movie? You know, because you put out the list and just wondering what you're thinking. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie for sure. Yeah. This Insidious is one of those movies, like if it's on, I'll probably watch it. You mm-hmm. know, if I see that I can you know get a hold of it or whatever I'll watch it because mm-hmm. I do like it and it there is a lot and you know again with the dad being possessed at the end mm-hmm. 
by another entity. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you hop out of your body. It's fair game, yeah. man. If there's something around and it can hop in, it probably will. Yeah. Uh, if it's a negative, I'm saying not good. Um, good won't do it because they know it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so if you're going to leave your body open, you know, it's kind of like leaving your car out in a parking lot with the keys in it and, you know, hope nobody takes it. Like, what do you, well, okay, yeah. good luck. Yeah. Might not get taken, but it probably will. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe's saying the movie series is great because how each movie builds on the other, you know, yeah. goes yeah, back and forth. So. And what was so- interesting is Insidious has quite the little franchise because it's, uh, there's like four or five now. Oh. Um, yeah. So wow. four, I think at least anyway, I didn't even know that when Joe gave us the list, I'm like, what? Yeah. I thought there was three or no, I was like four or five of them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all, I don't know if they're all as good as like the first two I really liked, but I don't know if they're all that, but I just watched yeah. the red door actually, uh, getting ready for the, and yeah, so that was pretty good too. Um, mm-hmm. but Very yeah, cool. a lot of them come up with a lot of yeah. like the horror yes. side with the blood and guts and I'm not a fan of that. So anyway. No. Mm-mm, All right, we'll stick with the sure. list, though. Stick with the All list. All right. So the other one of this list that I've seen, of course, is Poltergeist. And I think that was like, wasn't that like one of the original ones that came out about like the whole field of paranormal investigation, right? Because they had that woman in there that was the little squeaky woman that was the medium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a pretty good movie. I got to say, of course, it was out of control, wild and whatever. But now... What did you think about it? I mean, I thought it was interesting that they built a whole housing community on top of a graveyard where they probably didn't move those bodies. And Mm -hmm. that was the premise of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I think could that, I mean, I would imagine because of how much energy is in the ground anyway, Mm -hmm. that if you built anything on sake well and we've we've done it to native americans for generations it's terrible you know so you put you put something on sacred land you're you're gonna have something happening you know and probably not good um but because considering the amount of stuff that happens without being on sacred land yeah you know Mm -hmm. you're just asking for trouble doing it that way yeah not a good but yeah the whole um monster in the closet basically you know with the poltergeist, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of takes her in and it turns into this kind of this portal, right, mm-hmm. to another dimension. And mm-hmm. I don't know that it's cool for the movie, but yeah, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. But, well, and then they could communicate with her through the TV. What do you think about that? Well, that what technically was white noise. Right, exactly. which is what we do all the time yes. when it comes to like the SB7, the yes. spirit box. We do that okay. all the time. Mm-hmm. So that was right. And the but, white noise communication has been around for a long time. That's not right. a new invention. So but interesting, though. I mean, that was that movie was like made in the what the 90s, maybe 80s. I don't I don't really no, know when that really, was first yeah. came out. But I remember it was quite quite something. I mean, people talked about that. You know, yeah, 1982. Yeah, so that was way before like paranormal investigating happened, really. You know. Well, I mean, there were in paranormal our version of it, research. sure, but paranormal investigating has been around for a yes. long time. Yes, that is true. So the the white noise thing, I mean, we didn't. Nobody current, you know, two thousand later invented that. Mm-hmm. That's been around for a long mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. 
the fact that they did it in the movie, I think, is cool. Um, yeah. And we still use that technique. Right. Just not necessarily yep. through a TV. I don't even know if you can get white noise anymore through I a TV. So, so. Um, so we found another uh, mm-hmm. format. But that was cool. What I just, what I didn't understand, I'm like, how in the world did this lady, this medium, know what to do? Because how often would it happen that she would know how to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, come into that situation and handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and know what, like, here, you you have to go get her. Nope, now you're going to go stand over there, and you're going to wait out here, and don't look at the light, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. but then you hope that she's just being guided intuitively, and that right. she doesn't run across this every day, because right. that was fantastic. Like, I'd call her every time if I had a problem, because oh, yeah. she seemed to oh, know yeah. how to do everything. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, that was a good one. And I, you know, I think because it was one of the first ones ever that's out there, you know, and I think there were other there was other poltergeists too. I don't remember if they were with yeah. the same people or not. I, I don't know that I've uh, for a while. Uh, they had a couple of them um, that had what is Heather O'Rourke or Heather Rourke, whatever. Uh, and then she ended up dying, I think, didn't she? Yeah, she the little sick? one, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think they had a, t- a second one a couple of years, few, four. Yeah, they had three of them. I'm looking right now. 1982 was the first one, 1986 was the second, and 1988 was the third, and I don't even know if she, I think she was in all three of them, and then, um, she passed away. anyway. Yeah. And who was the dad in that one again? Tell me. Oh, phooey. I'm going to look. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, oh, Craig T. Nelson, that's it. Oh, yes, 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 right. Yeah, anyway. Yep. Okay. Anyway, okay. And it was so, a Steven Spielberg movie, so you know those are always pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and I do like that it wasn't a lot of blood and guts. Well, I don't think there was any right. blood and guts in that. So. No, it was just kind of you know they ran into all the caskets with you know dead people that had been dead for a while. That was kind of gross, but no, yeah. no like bloody horrific stabbing stuff, you know. So yeah, no, that was a good one. That was like one of the original ones. So the rest of these on the list, I have not seen, but I think you should comment on them because you've seen all of them. So well, okay, I I say that in the Mouth of Madness, I probably saw a long time ago. I, it looked familiar, mm-hmm. but it's been such a long time, I can't comment on it. It came out in the '90s, I believe, and so um, and it's got some some decent actors in it. But I would technically have to watch that again, so I'm not going to comment on it. Um, but uh, Hereditary, I've seen. I've seen all the Conjuring movies multiple times. Uh, Paranormal Activity, I've seen all of the Paranormal Activity movies, some of them multiple times. And uh, Dark Skies is another one. I've seen that multiple times. And um, and you actually, for not liking Blood and Guts, you'd probably like Dark Skies, even though I know you're not a huge mm. fan of... I'm not going to... Well, now I'm not going to say it because I know you haven't okay. watched it. Okay. But um, That's so why I, I should talk watch about maybe. spoiler alert and like, okay. well, okay... I'll save, but Dark Skies was cool. And okay. um, when I, I've done a few UFO cases and I haven't run into anything that's like this movie, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I can see where the movie could, could, I I see it and I'm like, gosh, that actually could happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'll let you, I'll let you watch it. But, okay. um, and Joe is saying that's one he liked a lot. I like it a lot too. And I do appreciate the fact that it doesn't have the blood and guts. That's always mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good, it's a good movie. And I, it just for me, it, you watch it and you go, that actually could happen. 
all of the things that they put in there absolutely make sense. If you're going to, if you're going to wrap your head around the basis of the story anyway, you might as well look like everything makes sense. So I will, I'll leave that. I won't. Okay. Yeah. I won't go any further, but it's, I liked, I love that movie and out of all of them, that one makes probably the most sense out of all the movies in the list other than Paranormal Activity, the first one. Now, the first Paranormal Activity movie was awesome. And then you start watching the rest of them and you start getting more information. So some of them go earlier, some of them go later, you know, they kind of move around. And um, so like Joe was talking about the Insidious movies, they mm-hmm. um, they kind of build on each other, give more information. And so the Paranormal Activity movies typically do that. I think there's a couple of one-offs, but um, the more you know, the it's almost like the worse it gets um, with why everything is happening. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish that I didn't. I like I don't I don't like it. So then I just like the first one again. Then I just watch the first one. <laughs> yeah. And so because you've seen the you've seen the first one, right? No, I've seen parts of it. I have. not. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen the whole thing. So the first the paranormal activity movie is, you know, they have this stuff going on in the house. And Mm -hmm. um, so they set up video cameras to see if Mm -hmm. they can catch what's going on. And um, as they're watching videos, they see more and more, you know, wild things happening in the house. And they start finding things around the house that don't make sense. And you know, they call someone for help and the people that are supposed to be helping are freaked out and then out of the country or whatever. So they're really mm-hmm. kind of left on their own is the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And that, like, yeah, that happens. People do that all the time. Yeah, they <laughs> that do. Is, I can't tell you how many cases we've been called yeah. into because people do that. They're like, oh. something weird's going on. I'm going to set cameras up everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then they it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You want I mean, to cause more to problems? Tell people to stop. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Don't we had do a that. Not too long ago, where that was happening, and this guy was constantly. But anyway, I said, "You put that video down. You delete everything on your whatever, blah blah blah." And he did. Fortunately, yeah. you know, we cleared the space, and everything was good after that. But I had to tell, you know, we had to tell him really, you know, get it into his head that he couldn't do that stuff anymore. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. And it, you know, in the movie, it focuses more on one of the homeowners than the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, becomes something where it's like, oh, what's, you know, something's going on with her, um, you know, that she's really kind of being targeted by the activity, you know, instead of mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, typically that's how it works. You know, if yeah. something is going to be, if something is going to be intelligently haunting a location, it's probably not just going to be willy nilly. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a reason it's there. There's something that it's focused on, you know, whether it's one of the humans or it's something in the house that it's attached to, like there's always some Mm -hmm. primary target. Mm -hmm. And so that movie made sense to me because there was a primary target for this being. You didn't know what it was until later, you know, in the other movies, right? You start Mm -hmm. figuring out like what's going on. And then what they came up with makes me like I don't now I don't like it because it's starting to get so far fetched. Yeah. That it takes away from the like the cool like realness of that first movie. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion on just paranormal activity, but that um you know, that's one of the, Joe was saying in the chat room, 
after he took my paranormal investigating one-on-one class, he watched that movie and he was yelling at the guy, don't set up the cameras. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's what I was yelling at the movie. So I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But, you know, that's. <laughs> well, you know, and people don't understand that, right? Unless they're told, unless they're told the reason why and, and not to do that. Of course, I think anybody who's not in this field or anybody that, you know, can talk to spirits or has abilities. How would you know? You would just want to document it, right? I get it. But then it gets a hold of you and then it's like, that's all you can think about, you know? Um, so yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, and what about the conjuring? So tell me about the conjuring. Cause I've never seen that either. Okay. So the close. conjuring is a series of movies and let's see here. The, f- the first one was when they did, um, oh, let's now I'm trying to think of which one that one was. Um, it was when they moved, they went to the, um, the farmhouse where they were um, they were called to uh, this family that was having lots of trouble and it was the mom and dad and a bunch of kids and this is based on a true story I believe and one of their the Warrens cases right and so they had to go to the the home the Warrens did and this entity that had I don't know she was like a witch. I think, and she had been hung at this property and she cursed uh, people and the property and everything. So this uh, this family moves in and it basically started targeting the mom um, and it, you know, chaos ensues, right? And the mom starts, you know, she's being possessed by this witch that had died on the property and now she's going after, she starts going after her own children and... yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty intense. Um, it's supposed to be based on a, a true story, from what I understand. Um, but it was there's a lot of um, yeah. I suppose it could happen, but again, unlikely. Mm-hmm. You know that this could this could happen, um, and the whole you know mom goes like the mom eventually is like trying to kill one of her kids. And um, that's just, again, it's it, to get, to get that far in any of this is so, well, and I say unlikely, but then how do I know? I mean, mm-hmm. family members, you know, unfortunately there's family members that murder other family members. And how do we know that it wasn't something like that? I mean, we, I guess we don't, but mm-hmm. again, it's unlikely that it would get to that point. Because it's so unlikely to have that kind of possession. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, well, but the, and it's, yeah. it's Hollywood, right? It's Hollywood. Oh, yeah. They got to take But, I mean, it. supposedly this is based on a true story, that one of their cases. And because the Warrens were called out to help. And they did a lot of investigating in this home and, and got a lot of, it sounds like they got a lot of evidence. Um, I think at some of the end of the, some of these movies, they play some of the evidence, like the actual audio oh. recordings. Yeah. Oh. And so that's kind of interesting because you're like, oh, that's that sounds legit. And yeah. um, and so they were, you know, called out to assist with this this situation, and you know, ultimately cast out this witch. Um, I don't remember if they cast her out and it's like she's gone, gone, or if she's just waiting for the next yeah. <laughs> people right. that move in. I cannot round. remember that. 
Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that one, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a good, it's a good scary movie. And I like watching movies that have to do with the Warrens because I just think that they were pretty cool. And well, were they the ones that were the original investigators of the Amityville house too? I think they had yeah. some contact with them. Yeah. White, right? mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They are. They, I mean, they've done a lot. They did a lot back in the day. Yeah. Know? Yep. So, yeah. And they were um, the ones that were dealing with like Annabelle. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was actually one of the movies, the conjuring movies, I believe was Annabelle. They did one um, that was, the uh out in england what was that one that was conjuring two i believe and they went out and i heard uh that they didn't do as much as the movie made it sound like that they did um they would they weren't it was like enfield um Mm -hmm. anyway they weren't out there as much as the movie made it sound like but yeah 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 so yes. there's a little creative licensing with that, I'm sure. Exactly. That one I thought was interesting because there was a a couple of entities in that one that were trying to possess. Again, this possession theme runs. Oh, we're mm-hmm. getting close to the end of our cl- our show. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the possession seems to be a thing. And that's probably because that would be scary to lose control of your body. Yes. That's probably why it's such a prevalent theme in horror movies oh, is because yeah. you don't have control and of your own body, you know, yep. something else is running that. it. That just is terrifying. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Well, cool. I think we talked about most of them on the list. Um, even though I was, you know, failed to watch some of them, but <laughs> I think we could probably do another show and keep talking about this stuff because we've we got could, so many there's movies. There's other that shows that I you know, was thinking when we were, we were talking. There was a movie called The Messengers, remember back? That was a good one. That was a real, Kristen Stewart was in it as a very young young girl. Took place on a sunflower farm in, in North Dakota. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. So I do, I have seen a few that I really like, but they're, I don't know that they can be grouped with these kind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, it'd be fun to do ones that are more older ones that don't have sequels. You know, ones that were just one-off that just had this weird theme running through it. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll I'll let you come up with that list. Yeah, maybe I will. For sure. All right. Well, I think it's time to close out the show. So thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening. And uh, to the troops who are out there, please be safe. Oh, my gosh. The world is really a dangerous place right now. And thank you for listening. And we so thank you for your service. And those of you in the chat room, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Joe, for our topic tonight and Mm -hmm. hopping in the chat room with us. And uh, everybody listening, wherever you are, thank you so much for tuning in with us. And remember to to move on over to Wednesdays with us when we change in April. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you to ParaX for hosting us once again. We love it here. And Sarge, the most amazing producer on the planet. Thank you for pulling this together once again. Woo-hoo. Good night, everyone. Make it a good week. <laughs>